Hello and welcome to another Comedians Aren't Essential podcast, the companion podcast to the web series that no one's talking about, Comics in Lockdown. Actually, have I already got the name of the podcast wrong? Is it Comics Aren't Essential? Yeah. What did you say? You said yeah. something. Did I say Comedians Aren't Essential? I think you said Comedians. I, mean, it's, I, well, I almost, maybe... Yeah, but the problem with comics is it's got two meanings, hasn't it? That so I before I uploaded the first one, I googled uh, the phrase "comics aren't essential," and the only thing I saw were people moaning about kids reading comics. <laughs> That's true. So, Comedians aren't essential. Are you saying we have to go through a rebranding on episode six or whatever we're on? No, 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 no. <laughs> it's far too much work for a lockdown. Because you don't. Um, so yeah, yeah, I think. We'll stick with it. And if we get complaints or accidentally get more listeners, um, it reminds it. me of the, my first Edinburgh show. This is Eric McElroy, by the way. And I uh, can't remember if you said your name, Stephen Allen. No. Um, but yeah, I'm uh, Stephen Allen. My first Edinburgh show was um, a spoof title um, off of the film uh, Brokeback Mountain. And it was Brokeback Britain. And we were sold out for the entirety of our Edinburgh run as two newcomers. And it was basically the idea of two expats complaining about life in the UK. And part of the reason we did sell out so effectively is, um, I can't remember the exact name of the publication, but I believe it was called The Pink Times, recommended us as oh, one no. of their um, shows to see for the Edinburgh Fringe that year. And The Pink Times, um, in case you're already hypothesizing, was one of the largest gay publications at the time. <laughs> and um, they'd recommended us yeah, because they thought our spoof of Brokeback Britain was, your... was actually a tribute to the film, and it was not. I was going to say, did you have much uh, material about wearing checked shirts and being taken <laughs> roughly we, from behind? Once we realized that about um, 10 to, to, to 33 or so percent of the audience um, had come because of the Pink Times recommend, recommendation, we did add a joke about um, that uh, that was probably homophobic. Um, but it was in the 2000s, oh, okay. early 2000s, and you could kind of do that sort of thing back then. Um, but So, yeah, could so you? maybe... <laughs> So maybe if we call it, by calling it comics aren't essential, if we get that comic book listener, all I'm saying is we could have a sold out podcast. Yeah, we will take every listener we can get because of um, desperation. Okay. Yes. So this is the companion podcast to the, the web streaming show that we did. We did one last night. What are your thoughts on last night's broadcast? Have you seen any bits back? I thought it was tight. I thought it was one of the tightest shows we had. Um, I was quite pleased with the uh, production of the show last night. How did you? And when you say people yeah. aren't talking about it. We're talking about it. We're people. Yeah. I, actually, last night's show had the most messages and comments out of everyone. It helps that we stream all over the place, but we're, there were loads of comments came through, so that was good. Yeah. Um, yeah, we didn't run out of material and have to tread water for any time, and we so got that was nice. We got donations, which you can donate uh, to this podcast as well, because we're both... Um, the reason why the show's called Comics Aren't Essential is because we are non-essential workers, and we are not working. So... Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what? I've had one of those days where I've struggled more with that today because I ended up waking up really early because of the high, the endorphin high of yep. last night's broadcast. Yep. Woke up early today and I've just felt a little bit lost. Like I, I've got no idea what to do. I ended up going for a run, which is just pointless. <laughs> it, just, <laughs> it just burns time. That's all I'm doing. In fact, those apps that tell you how many calories you've burned, yeah. I want the word burned next to distance and amount of time. Like how long... How many minutes did you burn during this run? How much closer to the end of the lockdown are you in minutes? So you're just trying to run down the clock. That's all my saying. life is. <laughs> yeah. uh, Literally run down the clock. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, you but, say that, but I mean, one of the big news stories today 
is one that um, is about the beginning of a clock, and that is about the Prime Minister of the United Kingdom having a wee little baby. Oh, I've not seen I've not seen pictures of it. Have, have they released pictures of it yet? I don't think so. Um, I would imagine it's got a messy head of hair, <laughs> and it looks unwell. Um, if it's anything like its father. Uh, you know me well enough to realise, definitely on the sketches I'm writing for radio and the show that we do tomorrow night, I'm probably going to do one of those jokes where I am... Describe using words that both describe the prime minister and the baby. Yep. And at the end, do a pullback reveal. Of course yes. I am. I w- if you didn't do that, I would not do any of this broadcasting that I do with you. I'd quit. <laughs> <laughs> Everything I'd... we've all the radio shows have done together, Everything. all the Edinburgh shows. There's always one of those. We're talking about ten years worth of work here, and <laughs> it would be, which is terrifying. I don't want. Even, oh God. Um, and this is and this is what we've come to. <laughs> For a decade of attempt. Anyway. Now you've got me I think it was the last Steve. Edinburgh. Yeah, I was yeah, feeling good. I'm spreading it. I think it was the last Edinburgh when there was there was one where it where you you did a pullback reveal joke and actually said that was more of a you one. It's it's that we've we've worked together too much yeah. <laughs> that now you can just tell the kind of that's the kind of joke he'd do. That's kind of, that's the kind of joke. Um, I mean, I would be a little bit annoyed uh, with the birth of this child if I was any of Boris's other children. Um, mm. We don't know. Because they they don't know who they are. We don't know who they are. Nobody's ever talked about when they were born, because apparently that was private back then. But now, <laughs> now, need a little bit of good news. Boris's baby. I mean, how many how many children is this poor woman going to have to have? It's a five-year fixed-term parliament. Every time <laughs> one of the ministers gets in trouble, poor woman's going to have to pop out another one. Yeah. I imagine she suits pregnancy, given that her name is Carrie. <laughs> Huh? Huh? And we don't even write this show in advance, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I could do terrible puns whenever we need. I just try and uh, hold most of them back in. Oh, don't hold um, it in. Don't hold it in. The guy oh, I did say a news flash as well. Apparently, he's he said he's going to delay his paternity leave. Yeah, no <laughs> flipping shoot. I mean, if he had done that, that would be. I mean, you know, it's not like, oh, yeah, world pandemic, uh, Brexit's coming, the country's going to fall off a fiscal cliff either way. Oh, yeah. Um, yep, I'm going to go take paternity. Again, did he take paternity leave for any of the other children? We don't know. <laughs> we don't know how many children there are. How is that possible? Yeah. We don't know. We know. We know it's a variable that's greater than or equal to, is it four, which now plus one. You can only express the size of his family as algebra, which I mean, is odd. I mean, is he paying child support for these kids? Yeah, well, who knows? Who, who, he's in charge of the system now, though, so I imagine if he was, we would have noticed that would have been pressured in the budget. <laughs> <laughs> that could be what saves us all. I mean, we're yeah, all Boris's children now. Oh, truth. Um, you, you mentioned the crazy hair last night on the show, and I advise people to go and watch it back. Episode 7, I think it was. It's probably, as you say, I think you're right. It's the best one that we've done. Um, the bishop got in touch, mm. and he's someone who did slap a donation in our direction, so thank you very much, bishop. Uh, he asked for some advice on his, his hair trimming. Yes. And I just wanted to, to talk more on this. We didn't get enough time for it yesterday. Because as a bald man, and there are very few upsides to being a bald man, I, I would only recommend it to you if you wanted to um, have no self-confidence. Go out and get some of that. <laughs> but uh, it's really good that there's loads of people struggling to buy clippers, trying to clip their own hair and looking absolutely stupid on it. And me and the bald community have been self-shaving for ages. So this is... That's all you got to do. Just skin it all the way down. Make it look like you are a terrifying football supporter. 
if if Bishop is struggling to get, or if anybody, if any listeners are struggling to get um, clippers, I've got, and uh, we mentioned this in one of the previous shows, um, I've got, what's that? That's one of my spare nose trimmers. Phew. I've got quite, oh, actually, I need a little, just a little. Sorry. Oh, you can hear it grind. <laughs> tidy up there. I've got decent sized nostrils. I'm, I'm, I'm a man who's willing to admit it. And um, so, yeah, if you think, I mean, it, it's a very, I mean, to cut your hair with this would take a while. Um, but, but time it, is the one thing people you know have. I don't have any income right now. So I will sell this particular Remington. Uh, 4,000 pounds. I think that should cover it. Yeah. Why not? Why I mean, not profiteering yeah. during the crisis? Just it's there. It's charged. Yeah. It's ready to go. It's charged. Uh, so yeah, that's that's the good advice. I mean, have you struggled with your hair growing? Because I guess you can't go to the barbers. Um, tr- Self trim. It is. Uh, I do have a very full head of hair. Thank you for asking. Um, it's it's definitely getting bushy. Um, I did run into somebody because uh, walking the dog in the park, and we social distance. But it's another couple I know locally, and uh, I. It's been about I don't know, maybe three or four weeks since I'd had a haircut as the lockdown came into effect. And he, I saw this guy and he had such a beautiful quaff. I was like, I looked at him and I went, you went and got your hair cut before lockdown, didn't you? And he was like, yeah. <laughs> he, just, he knew, he knew he's got a full head of hair. And he went, you know what? I'm going to get this taken care of. And he's, <laughs> he's gorgeous. I mean, that was four or five weeks ago, but yeah. still. I, so I, I, it's coming out over my, it's coming out over my oh. ears now. So it tweaks out a little bit, which annoys me. But, um, but you know what? I'm just glad to have it. I'll be honest with you, Steve. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, no, you, I wouldn't recommend it. As much as when, whenever I do stand up, if anyone's seen us do stand up, I often do things about not wanting a hair transplant just to make the jokes happen. If I had enough money and indeed enough independent control over my finances, I would definitely, if I thought there was no risk of it ending up all scarred and stuff, of course I would. It's absolutely a hideous thing to happen. And there's nothing worse than when I'm trying to chat to an audience member who's bald, thinking like, we'll get some rapport going here. And they always... And I understand why we we project this kind of don't bother me at all, mate. And it's like, well, you're not really helping me set up the joke I'm about to do. But also, I know, I can see behind the eyes, they don't mean it. Don't that's, mean it. That's what I love about that. It's not so much the fact that you know you don't have somebody on your side. It's that they're screwing up your punchline. <laughs> uh, just trying to get to the Wayne Rooney bit here, man. Just, just say yeah. Don't, don't say. Uh, <laughs> that's so what true. we miss about live comedy, isn't it? Yeah. Um, before we wrap up the the podcast, uh, the, it's basically, you know, it's just like a chat with us about the show, about what it's like to be comedians trying to do live shows and not working. And hopefully in the future, we'll start to get some comedian guests on this as well. I do want to follow up another thing we talked about yesterday on the show, mm. trying to stream the show on MySpace. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. How's that come along? After we broadcast, I looked at uh, I looked into it. We basically can't do it. What? So. I've learned so much about the nerdy tech. We can't stream to like some um, input server type thing, mm-hmm. ingest server. We could do it, but you just basically you can just connect a webcam to it. So the only way we could do it, and if we keep doing this mm-hmm. show for a while, would be to set up a webcam filming a laptop that's showing the stream. That's almost worth doing. I think we should do it because... <laughs> No one knows this, but when we do the show, we use at least three laptops. You've got, I don't know how many yeah. you've got going on there. Um, well, you have I'm, one and well, a phone. I've, so yeah. that's four laptops and two phones. Yeah, I could get two laptops so, yeah, facing each other. Because you have a laptop facing each other. Because it would have to be in its own room <laughs> because it couldn't be anywhere near, well, we couldn't be around us because then it would yeah. pick up the sound of us talking so. and, and screw it up. So it would have to be, yeah, recording. Oh, hmm. Yeah, I've got a couple laptops. Yeah. 
that we could do that with. We could possibly work on that then. We can work on it. Maybe I would imagine it would be the first live streaming comedy show on MySpace. What do you Could think? be they, yeah. We'll, look, we'll, we'll see. At the moment, we can't do it using the technology we've got, but maybe as we plow on, we might do the show on MySpace to no one, to Tom, <laughs> who probably won't watch it because he's busy or he's too old and he's died. Um, yeah. Anything else before we go? What else was well, on your I, It's agenda? one thing I, get, I, I might want to save part of this for tomorrow's show, but I think um, maybe we can try it yeah. now and see if you think it'd be appropriate, and then. You know, our crossover audience will have to hear these things twice because the, the thousands of you, the, the hundred, hundred, the, the never, not many. Um, <laughs> it, well, it starts off a, a sad premise. So this is this is where this is a good discussion. Is this allowed to be funny? So, sadly, the number of deaths uh, due to coronavirus in the United States have now exceeded the number of deaths that we had during Vietnam, which is a tragedy. And there's nothing funny about the deaths um, whatsoever. However, I think one thing that we can all agree that came out of the Vietnam era that was a, a net positive were some excellent war films. And I'm wondering, <laughs> sure, you know where I'm going with this, will we get the quality war film out of this? Because, you know, it's been called a war. Um, I've been trying, you know, some concept ideas. Um, I've got Good Morning Wuhan. Nice. Ventilator Now. Good. Full Metal Face Mask. <laughs> This one's a bit more niche. I don't know if you'll know this film. The Toilet Paper Hunter. Do you know uh, what oh, film Deer Hunter. Yeah, there you go. Yep. Um, this one is this one's a little clunkier. I haven't quite figured that. Hamburger Deliveroo Hill. Right. Because of Deliveroo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Deliveroo Hill. Should it just be Deliveroo Hill instead of Hamburger Hill? Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. I think that's Deliveroo true. Hill. And then the tricky one I couldn't come up with, and maybe this is where, uh, what, what, do you, what do you do with Platoon? Is that PPE? Ooh. There's got to be a, yeah, or a COVID, Cove tune. Right? That's why. <laughs> Cove tune, uh, virus yeah. tune, tune uh, plat, plat virus, plat, no, that's. So this is, yeah. this is a comics dilemma, folks. This is how, this is the hard work that goes into creating the live stream show. But um, I don't know if you, if any other favorite no, I was trying to, I'm trying to think of other films. Tropic Thunder was set there, wasn't it? Uh, well, no, that was a film about making war films. Yeah, that's a, that not you count? can't you can't. Add, I don't think it is comedically ethical to use a spoof film for spoofing. Okay. That would be inappropriate. <laughs> um, I'm in the middle of writing a bit about how because you mentioned on the show that there's an asteroid coming past. Yes. So I'm trying to write a bit for one of the local radio stations about how I don't mind living through um, contagion, but I don't want to live through contagion and. Um, Armageddon at the same time. Crossovers hmm. never work. This is like Alien versus Predator, and I shouldn't have even <laughs> said that loud because they're bound to find an alien and a predator as well now. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, lots of film stuff that we might end up doing. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, Born on the Fourth of July, that's another uh, World uh, Vietnam film. Uh, uh, John oh, Wayne. Oh, that would work. Yeah. That would, like, lockdown released on the Fourth of July. There you go. Mm -hmm. um, a classic John Wayne Vietnam film uh, was The Green Beret. Green Berets. Um, I don't know if that's a, people would know that enough outside of the U.S. Um, mm. Technically, First Blood, uh, Rambo One. That was technically a Vietnam film because he was a Vietnam veteran. Um, so that's another one uh, okay. that's out there. I feel so. like we really are spending too long writing these jokes that we might not do tomorrow. <laughs> um, so we might talk about that. I love the fact that if this is like a war, that makes Donald Trump like a wartime president, mm. and he, you know, he'll stop turning up to those press briefings because of bone spurs. He's got form. Um, we can do more on this tomorrow then. Yeah, I okay. definitely sometimes talk about that. But I, but I mean, that's not inappropriate. I mean, we're not making fun of the deaths. That's just creating good war films. That's okay, isn't it?
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You saw some of the jokes I did in yesterday's episode about Kim Jong-un's truth. Yeah. Um, so you can watch the last episode. It's on various platforms. Search for us and you'll find it. It's on YouTube and whatnot. Episode seven. We'll do another one tomorrow night. Nine o'clock. Are we doing it at nine? Yeah. Nine o'clock. Sounds good. And uh, yeah, if you yeah. enjoy our work, uh, you can always donate. <laughs> the whole thing with Kofi, where you can make a donation, is it's like you're buying us a coffee or a pint or a bottle of vodka. Um, whatever you think we need to get through these troubled times. That's always appreciated. All right. Excellent. Uh, we'll, we'll catch you tomorrow night then. Till then, goodbye. Goodbye.